In this message titled Silent Killer Pastor exposes the spirit of pride that comes against the spirit of grace to disrupt family and church He explains how the spirit of pride manifests So tonight let's open our bibles to Zechariah chapter 12 and verse 10 And I will pour upon the house of David and upon the inhabitants of Jerusalem the spirit of grace and of supplications and they shall look upon me whom they have pierced and they shall mourn for him as one mourneth for his only son and shall be in bitterness for him as one that is in bitterness for his firstborn amen i will pour upon him i will pour upon the house of david sakaria chapter 12 verse 10 and i will pour upon the house of david and upon the inhabitants of jerusalem the spirit of grace and supplication the spirit the holy spirit is a spirit of grace is a spirit that will make you go before the presence of god in supplication in thanksgiving in prayer tonight i want to preach a very simple word and i want to title the word the silent killer the silent killer amen look at somebody tonight and say you're very important to god Amen. God wants you to have fellowship with his son Jesus. God wants you to enjoy the gift of the Holy Spirit. God wants you to enjoy every blessing that is promised his children. But there is something called the silent killer that tries to kill you or kill that which rightfully belongs to you you know we have this uh word used more when people have diabetes silent killer diabetes is a silent killer in other words it can kill you silently you don't even know it's there it happens slowly and then it happens suddenly it happens without prior warning And so there are silent killers that God's word tells us to be aware of that which tries to kill your marriage disrupt the church in the gospel of Luke chapter 9 verses 54 and 55 you know Christians cannot be possessed if you're born again if you belong to Jesus you cannot be possessed but you can be influenced persuaded by the enemy by something that is a different spirit a spiritual force and in Luke's gospel the ninth chapter verses 54 55 yes and when his disciples James and John saw this they said lord will thou that we command fire to come down from heaven and consume them even as Elias did but he turned and rebuked them and said you know not what manner of spirit you do not know what manner of spirit 
you you are of they are disciples of jesus but just because a town a particular village did not welcome them immediately they are saying let's call fire from heaven and destroy them that's a different spirit that's not my spirit it's a different spirit jealousy is a different spirit it's not a fruit of the spirit it's a different spirit if you are not you know everyone in their flesh have envious moments but if you are not careful a devil or a demon can take over that space peter and john are disciples but they have a different spirit there they influenced in the gospel of matthew the 16th chapter i think it is the 24th verse where peter says to jesus listen jesus do not go to the cross and the lord says get behind me satan you do not know what manner of spirit from which you are speaking get behind me he is a leader but peter was influenced by a different spirit so there are people who go to church who worship the lord who love the lord who sing in the choir he listen to great messages give generous offerings but sometimes a very silent spirit a silent killing spirit tries to influence them and tonight a spirit that comes against the spirit of grace is a spirit called the spirit of pride the bible says god resists the proud but gives grace to the humble so the moment you become proud you lose out on grace the word for you know pride is a word called tofu t u p h o o tofu that word means to be inflated in one's mind to be inflated in their mind their mind is influenced and inflated you know when that happens they do not know what they are saying they say why is in god answering prayer why is my life so different what is happening to me why is my marriage not working it is my second marriage and it is still not working why am i why why ain't i happy going to church why i do i feel this way if i'm truly born again why do i go through these thoughts why am i getting hurt every time everywhere that i go i was so disappointed with somebody in the church i left the church i'm not happy 
I go to different churches and still I'm not happy. Even I went out of the country, migrated to New Zealand, still feeling miserable. I went and built a home in the North Pole. Thought I would be happy with Eskimos. But still I feel miserable. I feel they're talking behind my back. Even though I don't understand their language. <laughs> see, see, all this comes from a different spirit. It's a silent killer, it's a pride. Why is everybody rejecting me? Why am I all alone? Why is nothing happening in my life? You don't even realize it. There is something that is influencing your heart, your mind, and you are vocalizing it out. Tonight in the name of Jesus, may that spell be broken over your life. Look at Proverbs chapter 16 and verse 18. It says there, Pride goeth before destruction. Pride goeth before, before somebody is destroyed, somebody is killed. Pride has gone before that. And a haughty spirit before a fall. Before you fall, enemy uses this thing called pride. Glory to God. Lift your hand and say, Jesus, wash me with your precious blood. Deliver me from every evil spirit. In the name of Jesus, I take victory over every spirit that doesn't come from you. In the name of Jesus. Amen. The thoughts like, why is everybody else prospering? Why is everybody else getting blessed? Why am I the only one like this? Why am I suffering long term? It so becomes a part of the conversation. You don't realize where that is coming from. Now what is not pride? Now sometimes people assume that confidence is pride. Confidence is not pride. As a matter of fact, God is raising up a very confident generation. Confident in the Lord. Confident in His word, in His promises. Confident in the grace of God and the anointing of God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Lift your hand and say, I am one of them whom God is raising up for His glory. Amen. But arrogance is pride. Confidence is not. Sometimes people look at a wise person and think that man is wise. I mean, that man is proud. Because they have a different posture. They have a different way of life. They're wise. And it looks like he's got an attitude. You judge from outside and he's got an attitude. But if you're really wise, wisdom is not pride. Are you with me? If you're really wise, you will keep pride at bay. <laughs> you will keep pride far away. Because you're very wise to realize that is danger. Sometimes people think being rich is prideful. And being poor is humble. And being rich is proud. A pride, it is not. Glory to God. I've seen many rich people, very humble, and very poor people, 
Very proud. Money's got nothing to do with it. So tofu, the word Greek for pride is inflation of the mind. It is King Saul thought he was bigger than God, than the prophets, and God removed him. So tonight, I'm, I, I'm, we're going to deal with something tonight, and we're going to see that broken over our lives in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. You know, it's it's a very difficult spirit to uh, deal with pride. But most people cannot fellowship with the Holy Spirit because of that. So how does it manifest? I'm going to give you some signs of whether you're influenced by pride and how that's working in your life. One, pride always hides. Pride hides within people, inside of people. I need two people coming up here. Come on. Come here. Two of the humblest people on the church. Humility is the second name. <laughs> both, both very humble. Come on, fit into the screen. Glory to Hallelujah. There's space for all of us. Amen. Hallelujah. So this is Tom and this is Jerry. <laughs> uh, whatever, whatever names, you know, Sindhu and Bindu. <laughs> Ralph and Lauren. <laughs> Kutti and Paru. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. You know, you look at them there's nothing to show for they are proud. If people know them in the church, I mean, they would say, wow, Shibi Chattan is so humble. There is nobody more humble than that. But if you want to know whether he is proud, you would ask his wife. Because what he shows in the church might not be what he's at home. Just an example. I'm sure Tina's got him subdued. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Yeah. We just <laughs> so what I'm trying to say is what he shows forth outside in the workplace or in the church might not be who he is at home. Because pride always hides. So in the church you might be like giving glory to God, saying thank you to everybody, shaking everybody's hands and saying you look all that. You know, like he's the king of the ring, you know what I mean? Up there. But when he's very hungry and when Tina is taking her time to make that food, to come to the table, suddenly he's a different person. That which was hidden in him, that pride, begins to manifest. Where is my kilo of rice? 
it was there but that manifested there was a trigger point something caused it to manifest or this guy might be very humble at home very humble how I many is very hungry food is not cooked food is not come under the table he is very forgiving very humble very gentle he'll go help in the kitchen and you think wow what a nice husband i have and then he steps out is driving and there is a traffic block somebody overtakes him and suddenly break comes out how dare he see for him rice was not the problem are you with me food was not the problem that triggered it but he had it see if he is going to judge he goes to jerry's house he'll say hey jerry don't be like that listen that's right man just be humble just your wife is doing so much for you and if jerry was going in the same car with him jerry would have said hello brother what is this how could you do this because within each of us there is pride and it is hidden it plays hide and seek somebody offends you suddenly pride comes in you are sensitive an issue disturbs you immediately you are a different person you just finished your one hour of prayer you just finished reading 10 chapters of the bible you come out and it comes out thank you to humblest people thank you put your hands together wherever you are and say lord bless them keep them bless their homes amen so pride always hides it's a spirit that hides and tonight in the name of jesus say i renounce it i renounce it in my life i command it to depart out of my life in the name of jesus manifest because it assumes a value it does not have it assumes a value it does not have it says i am so and so i am the ceo of this company how dare you speak to me like that I came to the church 30 years back. You just came yesterday. How dare you speak? <laughs> Inflation. You know, imagine I have a five, uh, is there a rupee money anybody has some something with you? Imagine is uh, is 500 still in the market yeah okay imagine i have a 500 rupee note anybody's got a 500 rupee note lord bless them with prosperity bless them with money nobody's got lord have mercy that's why you need to put an offering in the church see nobody here has got <laughs> imagine there is a 500 rupee note that you are having in your hand 
you have that number 500 but maybe what you used to buy with that 500 rupee before a year you might not be able to buy now because of inflation the rates have gone up the value of things have gone up but the number is still the same so 500 things it can still get you that's enough 100 rupee note that's all. 500 rupee note still things it can get you the groceries for the month it still thinks it's a big guy the number is there but the value is not there and the government has not pulled it back so it still thinks it is important it's a big player Christ gives you value. That is not what I am speaking about. I am speaking about you feeling inflated and highly important. You assume. Maybe you are the most mature believer in the church or You are the greatest worship leader. Or you are the senior pastor. You're in the church for 30 years. Are you with me? That's pride. It assumes a value it does not have. You think without you your family won't run you think without you mankind will not exist <laughs> but that is pride Tonight we are rebuked in Jesus' name. Pride never learns from anyone. Neither yearns for anything. It's unteachable. You can never learn. You're like you know everything. Fools think they know everything. The wise thinks he does not know everything. And he has to learn. Proverbs 1 and verse 5 says, You increase in learning. The wise increase in learning. So it's a, it's a spirit, it's a silent killer. You do not know. But that is stopping you from getting blessed, getting healed getting your breakthrough, getting your miracle, getting your victory. It's a silent creed. You're thinking, I'm praying, I'm fasting, I'm reading the Bible, I've taken baptism, you know, I've given to the church, I even bought pastor a shirt. 
And why is not my breakthrough coming? <laughs> it's, it's a silent killer. Tonight, may the Holy Spirit of God reveal to you the deceptive spirit of pride so you can have victory over it. In the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Jesus said, learn from me for I am humble and meek of heart. Pride cannot submit. Pride does not listen. Pride cannot appreciate somebody else. Pride can never say to somebody, happy anniversary. Pride refuses to congratulate. Pride is like somebody's just got a rank and he says, how did you get a rank? <laughs> how did you get a rank? Pride refuses to acknowledge greatness in others. Pride cannot say thank you to an usher who has shown you to the seat. Pride will make you not to speak to the security who is working for you. Pride will cause you to treat somebody who is working for you to be treated like trash. That's pride. Pride cannot handle change well. Check it out in your office. You change something in the office, you will have three people after you change it, Go to the canteen, have coffee, and badmouth the person who changed that system. <laughs> you change something in the church they used to. And you change something, the Holy Spirit asks you to do something different, and you change something different, they cannot accept it. Tonight that has to be broken over your life in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Lift your hand and say, I renounce pride in the name of Jesus. You have no right over my life. I want to learn from Jesus. For he is humble and meek of heart. Thank you Jesus. Amen. You change something in your workplace and you will have three people who will poison others' minds against the change that has come about. Getting upset, frustrated. I had once, you know, uh, in, in, in ministry I had uh, formed something 
for a couple of others to do. And another person in the church came and asked me, why didn't you tell me? <laughs> and I was like, why should I tell you? <laughs> I just obeyed what the Lord told me. See, pride will destroy you. It's like tsunami. You don't see the effects of destruction immediately. Are you with me? But after the tsunami has come and gone, you'll say, oh my God, that building was there before, now it's gone. The car got washed away. You see the effects of it. Pride will always make you to conveniently forget. No matter what people do for you, you will forget what they did for you. It's not diminishia. It is demonosia. <laughs> it is a demon. <laughs> Somebody washes your clothes, somebody cooks your food, and you forget. They did it for 10 years. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of Jesus. Amen. They sometimes people want to forget, they pridefully forget. People who prayed for you, people who, who were instrumental in seeing that marriage take place for you, people who helped you in ministry, who launched you, whatever, whatever forms. Or people who raised you up in your company, who gave you an opportunity, just forget all that. Now you become so important. In, in a, the children of Israel, when they crossed over Jordan, the Lord told Joshua, put up an altar of memorial. It's called the, Joshua chapter 4, an altar of memorial. And let this altar be a sign that you rehearse to your children and to your children's children how God brought you out of Egypt and brought you through the wilderness and brought you forth into the promised land. Rehearse it. Tell them. They should never forget it. They should know the path through which they crossed over into Jordan, into their promises. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. So this is not the normal Friday kind of message, you know. This is not the message like you're saying, ah. but I want to make sure this, 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 this silent killer is arrested by the power of the Holy Spirit and stops, stops operating in your life. 
so you can function in the grace of god and fellowship with the holy spirit see the spirit of grace and supplication manifest see the ministry of the holy spirit manifested through your life if you're one of them lift your hands and shout out jesus, jesus. say jesus. jesus amen pride is a fighting spirit not just competitive but contention just want to fight there are people like that everywhere if they don't fight or make an argument they are kind of depressed <laughs> they kind of mood out they got to pick on somebody that's that's because you influenced by pride by the spirit Have you seen one person walks into the room and suddenly there's contentions there's fight the atmosphere changes In your office space you will see that In your board meeting you will see that one person coming with the spirit changes the atmosphere there's contentions there's fights arguments the atmosphere is changed You know what you should do with that person in the office you should promote him transfer him into some other company <laughs> so there'll be peace king asa the asa that word means doctor healer in hebrew he was a very good king somebody who sought the lord relied on god prayed worshiped took care of god's house but he died with the disease in his legs and the bible says in second chronicles i think 16th chapter 12th verse he stopped relying on the god of israel and began to rely on the physicians See pride causes you to move your dependence away from God and on people. You rely on people, on systems. The next economic policy will be good I feel for our company. Even if that economic policy is not good, if you have relied on God, God has got his ways of prospering that company. but pride causes you to rely or depend either on yourself or anything that god has not assigned for your life you know we we are in a generation where and i am quite shocked you know there are a lot of people who are kind of smart great and they they like i can i you know i can do everything pastor just tell me what you want me to do i am there i am there and there So it takes a few times for you to recognize you know they're not relying on god when paul said in philippians 4 i can do all things through christ not i can do all things he said i've relied on jesus christ i can do all things through jesus christ who strengthens me 
So Jesus Christ has to be in that frame. Not you say, I can do it. Pastor, just tell me what I have to do. You want me to preach next week? Just tell me I am there. Believe worship? Okay. I know the drill. Okay. But are you relying on the Lord from here? Are you leaning on the Lord? Glory to God. Hallelujah. Let me, let's, let's use the sword to break the spirit. 1 Timothy chapter 3. One's first letter of Timothy chapter 3. Verses 1 onwards. This is a true saying. If a man desireth the office of a bishop, he desireth a good work. In other words, you want to be a pastor, you want to serve the Lord, you want to be in ministry, it's a good thing. But what should you be? A bishop then must be blameless, the husband of one wife, vigilant, sober, of good behavior, given to hospitality, able to teach, not given to wine. Some of you just lose it right there. Forget ministry, not given to wine. No striker, not greedy for filthy lucre, that is money, but patient, not a brawler, not covetous. In other words, not over-desiring something. One that ruleth well his own house, having his children in subjection with all gravity. Well, I hope I don't lose ministry now with four kids. <laughs> For if a man know not how to rule his own house, how shall he take care of the church of God? Why are you saying all this, Pastor? Sixth verse, not a new believer or a novice, lest being lifted up with pride, he fall into the condemnation of the devil. You put him into ministry, he's got these qualities, you put him into ministry, a new believer, he's excited. But now he doesn't get a preaching opportunity for three weeks, he wants to start his own church. He doesn't get an opportunity to sing, he has to start his own YouTube channel to sing. In other words, that position led him into pride. There was nothing wrong with desiring to serve the Lord, but that position. He didn't have the maturity to handle that. I'm going to find another church where I can be useful. Looks like my many gifts are not needed here. <laughs> Lord have mercy. It is a different spirit. It is the spirit of pride. So in your Christian life, if you are wanting to serve the Lord, focus on Jesus. Stay humble. Because 
God resists the proud but gives grace to the humble. Humble yourself under the mighty hand of God and he will lift you up. Humble yourself under the mighty hand of God and he will lift you up. Don't look at the position managing director, CEO, shareholder in charge of whatever in the company don't look at those titles because those positions can cause you to become proud imagine you have humility like this this much humility and this is you and you have yeah that much humility and so god raises you up till here and this humility scale might be say till 10 from here to here is 5 5 to 5 10 you have humility and that has raised you up till here god has blessed you is brought you here and god is loving god is merciful suddenly he lifts you up again and lifts you up here but your humility level is still here so you have reached this position and you have only humility this this level you're in that position so that gap you are supposed to come till here because you're raised up till here that gap is what the enemy puts pride into the more higher he lifts you the more humble you become pride can keep you poor pride can keep you from experiencing your breakthrough pride can keep you from getting married you know i know this word is uh, i hope it is like a strong sword going forth because if it is hurting you or touching you it means it is blessing you but if you don't feel a thing at all the spirit has got control over you and if you think i am hinting at something or someone you are right it's you <laughs> i'm not hinting i'm openly saying <laughs> glory to god hallelujah I'm honestly openly saying that's for you. Because my objective is one and only one thing is that you reach to the stature of Christ in all humility and maturity and that you fulfill all that God wants you to fulfill and enjoy all that God has got for you. but if you are not careful of the spirit whoever you might be you might be the greatest businessman you might be a multimillionaire you might be a great scientist you might be a bishop a priest a pastor whoever you might be the collector of the city you might be in the army in the police you might be a wrestler you might be a boxer 
this spirit will destroy you unless you confront it resist it submit to God and resist it and say no I belong to Jesus I'm going to stay humble and I'm going to depend on God I'm going to lean on Jesus and walk with the Lord because I want to make sure that I hear the good word from the mouth of Jesus saying well done good and faithful servant you have obeyed all that I've asked you to do Amen well done well done, good and faithful servant. That's, that's important to hear, you know. I, I want to hear that. I don't want to hear, well, you're done. <laughs> I don't want to hear that. <laughs> I want to say, well done, good and faithful servant. <laughs> Glory to God.